listeners, welcome back to 801 Horror Occult with your hostesses, Kira Antipants and Mary Postmortem. Woo! We're almost there <laughs> to the almost. most glorious of the holidays. My birthday? I thought we passed your birthday. We did, but oh. it's coming back. <laughs> we skipped it's a couple true. holidays in between. <laughs> I'm just saying. Everybody Ow. take note of Kira's birthday. And Mary's. It's Our birthdays are the most important. Sure. Um, <laughs> Kara's is important. I don't know if I like to be recognized on my birthday. Oh, you're going to get recognized. Oh, that's, that's another year the Reaper's taken from me without taking me. Don't fear the Reaper. I don't. I want to join him and he just keeps taking my ears one by one as uh, if it's a candy dish. I was just, uh, ooh, and what are candy dishes usually attributed to? The best time of the year. Thanksgiving. I mean, you're not wrong. There's candied yams, candied cranberries. Pies are pretty much like candy. But no, today is our hooray for Halloween show. Halloween. Because Halloween is the most wonderful time of the year. They've marketed to you that it's Christmas, and I'm here to tell you that they are wrong. It is Halloween. Halloween is our Christmas. It's true. I said our weird. (laughs) hour like it's the hour it's the hour (laughs) of our christmas on halloween i need more coffee (laughs) happy harvest says my cup it is a harvest um for anyone who doesn't know halloween originated in ireland and it is the last harvest of three on the wheel of the year it's also a time when the dead can come back to the land of the living and say hi to people or scare people. What other what other traditions are associated with Halloween, Kara? Many. Many, many. What's what's one of the traditions you found that I obviously have never heard of? Okay. Well, this one, I don't know, you might. So you've heard about the bonfire traditions, correct? Yes, I know bonfires take place. I know there's a lot of dancing and a lot of hooing and hawing to scare the spirits <laughs> yeah. away. Hey. So it's the Casca Juju. Well, this is a part of it. This isn't the bonfire tradition itself. Okay. So in the Czech Republic, you know what they do? What do they do? <laughs> they leave out chairs in front of the bonfire for the dead spirits to hang out with them and have fun Aww, while they have the bonfires. I love that. I know. We love you, the Czech Republic. I love that because yeah, is certain um depending on what branch of paganism that you follow, but usually you honor your dead during Halloween and one thing that you do is you can leave um like booze or food out for them. Mm-hmm. So for them to leave a chair at the bonfire is so sweet. Like come and come the light with draws us. them back. <laughs> Like, here, come towards the light, and here's a chair for you to come party with us on Halloween night. Yep. I like it's it. It's pretty cool. I like it. It'd be nice and warm, too, because I'm freezing. <laughs> the it's, office is cold with ghosts. You know, it's chilly today in Utah. It is. And yet, we're still doing something that we always do, which is... Free, free the, the knee. knee! That's right. Yep. We are freezing in the frigid we're, temperatures we're freezing the knees we're freezing our <laughs> knees so that we can free them for you now yep and now that we did that i'm gonna cover mine up with my it's always sunny blanket we are 
in here with blankets and I have a heating pad too because I'm I'm an old she's an old I'm an old now so old now (laughs) I just go to bed with a heating pad on my back because I'm an old one thing that I never appreciated growing up in Utah was times when it would snow on Halloween which is almost every time pretty much how are we supposed to dress scantily clad like and run around doing a mucky things it's true. And as a child, it always ruined my costume because I had to wear one of those god-awful puffy coats yeah. over my costume. I never had a puffy coat. That My mom forced me to wear those damn things because they were quote-unquote warm. And I looked and sounded like the Stay of Marshmallow Man whenever I moved anywhere. <laughs> I guess my parents didn't care. They're like, have fun, child. Wear something. <laughs> my, my parents had some interesting priorities when it came to their children. I was a pirate most years. Like for Halloween? Uh Uh-huh. No, every day of my life. (laughs) Pirate life for me, bitch. (laughs) What does the sign say? Work like a captain, play like a pirate. Well, we were talking about childhood, and I thought you just, like, ran around every day dressed like a pirate. Like, just, that was your thing. Why did did I not think of that at the time? Ah, oh, Zach, I could have been a pirate this whole time. No, I was busy being a ninja princess the whole rest of the year. Yeah. <laughs> Not so, even joking. I was a ninja princess. For, was that one of your costumes you nope, would mash up? that was my everyday costume. That was your everyday ninja princess. <laughs> and then I was a pirate for Halloween. <laughs> well, not every Halloween. I was other stuff too, but mostly I was pirates. What are some of your favorite Halloween costumes? That I was or what other people were? Any. Any that you've saw, seen, ones that you were? Um, That's tough. I don't remember most what other people were. <laughs> My favorite was when I was cousin it in elementary. <laughs> Did you have like a ridiculously long wig that went down to your feet? It was my hair. Oh, wow. It didn't go to my feet, but it went to my butt. Almost to my butt, but to be fair, I was micro, so my hair was long but not long. And I comb- I wore a black turtleneck, long sleeve turtleneck, black leggings, black shoes, and then I combed my hair forward, mm-hmm. and then I put sunglasses on. And then in elementary, you know, on Halloween, you would all do the parades in and, right. in and out of every classroom. Well, they turned out the lights, so it's like spooky when you're doing the parade Mm -hmm. and i had sunglasses on in my hair oh no (laughs) i had to hold on to the person in front of me because i had no idea where i was going (laughs) (laughs) and i missed all the candy because i couldn't see where you grab the candy as you go oh no that's okay though i was pretty badass besides cousin it i can think of one other costume Mm -hmm. and uh i it was when i was in hair school (laughs) <laughs> and so wait 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 you went to hair school and you weren't cousin it yeah this for was later shame kira you should have recycled that costume my hair was for... not long enough and it was crazy colored but you had access to so many wigs go on go on <laughs> well i was a a zombie hairdresser that one was pretty fun because you know sharp hairdressing tools and zombie stuff did you have like hair scissors like coming out of your arm or your face or something out of my jugular Ooh, brutal yeah brutal yeah getting those handles off of regular scissors is kind of a pain (laughs) 
I can only imagine. <laughs> Looks so cool, though. One of my favorite costumes that I did as a kid was um, I actually did Reagan from The Exorcist. <laughs> I was going to say Ronald Reagan? No. Um, this, oh, yeah, yeah right there. So, like, your, your action figure that I'm staring at, I did almost that exact thing. So, my mom had this really old school, like, turquoise night like robe like a nightgown robe Uh uh-huh and i wore that and then um i painted my face like uh where she has like the spots all over her face i think like the scratches or whatever Uh uh-huh and like um i had like the teeth like i had fake vampire teeth because i was trying to do a cross-up on her face of like pazool or mr howdy or whatever and her Uh face (laughs) sweet um but it was like a 10 minute costume because i didn't know what i was gonna be and then last minute i'm like i'm just gonna be reagan and that looks easy i'll just put some makeup on my face and wear a robe i was gonna say this face or this face (laughs) no like her face like i I didn't take pictures but i had some sort of makeup on my face i think my face was white and then it had like green blotches or something on it and people thought it was funny like they asked me what it was like they thought I looked creepy and when they asked me i had to tell them i was from the exorcist and they're like oh yeah I had one um, family in the neighborhood. Um, they were uh, they were a Latin family, and they didn't speak very much English. They spoke uh-huh. Spanish primarily. And I just remember when I went to go get the candy from the dad, he asked me who I was, and I told him. And then he was, like, trying to tell the grandmother who didn't speak any English. <laughs> oh, and he was, like, saying in Spanish exorcist and stuff. And she was just like, oh, no, no. Like, it was really funny. <laughs> um, I like how there's, like, this plastic throw-up with a part of this Reagan action figure. Yeah. I have that looks real weird. I mean, she did like some pretty impressive projectile vomiting in that movie. You know, at one Halloween party, I also reenacted that moment. I've had projectile vomiting, but standing in line to get cure tickets. Oh, at least mine was at a Halloween party. Yeah. One of my other favorite costumes, I have a couple, um, was when I was with my ex. I used to make him do couples costumes with me. Uh-huh. And one year, I ha- I wanted to be the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. Um, yes. Because... I'm a chunky gal, and I was a lot chunkier then. So, like, I literally just had to get a white sweatsuit and, like, make a hat (laughs) and paint my face white. And that was, like, my costume. That's sad, but I love it. (laughs) Because I was round, like, staple. And my ex was uh, Venkman, so he was one of the Ghostbusters. We got him a Ghostbusters costume. And then I can't picture him dressed as a ghostbuster <laughs> it was pretty good and then my dog always did photos with us um, and i dressed him up like slimer that year oh so we had and this was when my brother-in-law used to take pictures of me for halloween so he because um he's an, a graphic artist that's what he does for a living uh-huh. so he took photos of us and he did like a background of like me larger than life and my ex on a top of a building with my dog as slimer <laughs> It's a pretty cute. Do you have photo. this? I wanted to see it. Not, it doesn't even have to necessarily be now, but uh, yeah, I want I have to it see on that. Fa- I have it on Facebook somewhere, so I can dig it up. Score. But that was one of my favorite costumes. Like I made my Stay Puff hat out of like a chef's hat, and like <laughs> that's that's smart because that would yeah, be real quick. It's the same. Yeah, it was really quick. Um, <laughs> my costumes are really easy to make, but they're never inexpensive because materials are costly. They are so expensive. It's like almost the same price to it, just. It is. Every time I think that I'm going to make something cheap and I end up spending $50 and I'm like, why didn't I just get a pre-made costume? So I usually get like when I don't make my own, I get pre-made, but then I add to it. That's a good idea. Like this year, I'm going to be a naughty nurse so I could administer shots to everybody. Yes. (laughs) But 
I'm adding and changing things. So, so it's still kind of my own. It just took off most of the work. Right. <laughs> but that's like kind of what I've been doing with most of my stuff lately. That's smart. I still try to make mine by hand because I try to be a purist when it comes to Halloween. Oh, and... I lied. I f- remember one other one I really liked. What? Last year when I was Coachella Poison Ivy. <laughs> that was pretty elaborate with all the leaves. It was. I even had leaf pasties in case my top moved to the side. Because <laughs> let's be honest, I was drinking. I, lo- I loved everyone there and we've always partied together, but I don't want them to see my nips. So. Yeah. I glued them on. You got leaf pasties. (laughs) I made them out of the leaves I had already had on hand for making the Coachella Poison Ivy costume. That's awesome. And then I'd walk around, Coachella! (laughs) I really did. My costume last year was one of my other favorites, too. I love that one. I was a a werewolf, but I was a female werewolf. It was a fun costume. It was my inner monster. It's so cute. You're a cute little werewolf. I know. I I hate as an adult that I see less trick or treaters every year. Yeah, it makes me feel like, like what, that is Halloween. You know what I mean? Like that's such a. <laughs> this is Halloween. Yes, <laughs> we should sing that as we trick or treat. We're taking it back as adults. Damn I it! I want to. I'm going to. I In read my naughty nurse outfit this year. I read a no. <laughs> I think I don't know if it was a Tumblr post or what, but I read something on the Instagram that was like. On Halloween night, I heard a knock at the door and I opened it expecting to see trick-or-treaters, but there was another door and it said, please knock. It had a sign that said, please knock. So I knocked on it and then three college dude pops out pretending to be little old ladies and they handed me candy and there was a picture of it. So there were these three college dudes dressed as old women. <laughs> I love it. And they had like a door that was on a frame <laughs> that they had been carrying around going door to door, passing out candy to other people. Aww. And I'm like, I want to do this. <laughs> Let's do it, Mary. I want to. Somebody get me a door. <laughs> We're just going to take that door. Just take that door. We'll have to put it back. <laughs> I'll show you the door. It's right there. It's right there. <laughs> and then the last two years, I had piss ant teenagers just steal the candy buckets off my porch. Why are you leaving buckets of candy on the porch? So the one time it was because I had somewhere to be. And the other time it was because it was COVID. Oh, yeah, COVID. And I even taped those damn buckets down to the table they were sitting on. And those MFers just ran off with them. Did they take the table? They took the buckets. <laughs> like they tore Like I heard the tape being ripped. So I like opened my door and they dodged. And I was like, can I have my buckets back? Come back. I don't care about the candy. I would have gave those little motherfuckers more candy had they come out with my buckets, but they didn't. They ran. You hear that, you bucket thieves? So now, children, you get pencils when you come to my house because teenagers were thieving my candy. That reminds me when um, I was a kid, this old guy down the street who was really awesome, but he'd always give us pencils and pennies. Yeah. <laughs> but he was a sweet old man. I thought it was I thought it was cool when people would give um you know to- little toys like novelty mm-hmm. toys or pencils or tattoos. Yeah, I hated when I would get those fucking coupons for Wendy's or whatever. I I'm never like, got those. Oh man, there were like three people in my neighborhood growing up that hell? would do that. Yeah, they would go buy them were for they like. Good? 
No, because like how the f- I'm a kid. How the fuck am I getting to the Wendy's to get a to get a frosty? Like you're Your giving parents? me a note. I want a free frosty. But you're giving me a you note that, instead man? of giving me candy now. You're giving me a note to get ice cream later when I don't even have a way to the ice cream. <laughs> like I'm on my feet at your door right now trying to get some sweets, and you give me a note to go somewhere else. I don't know. I would take the. I would have traded you my candy for those i wasn't a hustler back then i was i i am now <laughs> i've learned for life mary see it's it's watching friends like you that i learned how to hustle as an adult You're but welcome. as a child i was very goody two-shoes how long could you make your halloween candy last i don't know like maybe a week so you want to know the longest time because i would always try and outdo myself every year how long it was over a year and a half <laughs> were you and one it- of those kids that hit it and then just snapped nope, on it all year? No. Oh, no. I kept my own the prize because I had siblings. I didn't want them to steal my candy. <laughs> but I didn't want to eat it either because I, I wanted to see how long I could make it last. Yeah. I can't remember exactly how long, but it was over a year and a half. That's so crazy to me. I know. Because I would get that bag of candy and tote that shit around all day just snacking away. Yeah. Well, I didn't like I like chocolate. The other candies I wasn't. A big fan of oh i did the i did the hierarchy right so you you dump out and you you better be using pillowcases first of all if you're well yeah because you're a badass because pillowcases Who, are well i like the plastic pumpkins those are cute no the, the trick-or-treat we were too poor to have plastic pumpkins you couldn't haul enough candy in those though you had to oh, keep dumping them because you had to go all over the state to get good candy anyways right we made adventures of it but without parents nowadays we we had a i mean my neighborhood was five streets respectively Uh when you put it all together so we'd hit all five streets and like a bucket would never hold no you always had to use a pillowcase and people were nice about their things too they weren't just like well you'd get it the occasional here's one piece yeah (laughs) usually they're like handfuls pretty much i always give at least two pieces like, it depends on how, if we get gross candy and we know we're not going to get a lot of trick-or-treaters. We're like, take this. Oh, yeah. You do But we that, always get course. the good candy. You hear that, trick-or-treaters? I try to get candy that I like to eat because I know I'm going to be eating it when <laughs> trick-or-treaters don't come. Right. We still have Halloween candy in my Oogie Boogie candy thing from last Which Halloween. Which I'm going to be eating. <laughs> I, I, miss, I miss going trick-or-treating. And I will admit, as an adult, I still go trick-or-treating from time to time. Not to get the candy, but just to relive the tradition of rapping on people's door being like hey trick-or-treat happy halloween trick-or-treating as an adult how do they treat you they give you dirty looks they can't really tell you're an adult because you're dressed up right we're so youthful and not only that but like usually you know i'd go with like my niece or somebody else's kid too Mm -hmm. but i'd have a bag and get candy myself and like they give you dirty looks and it's like i know i can go buy my own candy i'm trying to like a bond with this kid i'm with right now and and b live out something that i love doing well, nowadays there's not as many trick-or-treaters, so... Just, Who are you buying the candy for? Yeah, just welcome any trick-or-treater. I mean, that's why I liked the college boy idea, because yeah. I just want to go rapping on people's door <laughs> and say happy Halloween to them. And, like, if I have to give them candy in return, I'm okay with that. The trunk-or-treat is something that I never participated in growing up. Damn it, Utah. Well, it, it wasn't even a thing it until wasn't a we thing. were, like, what? In, I Like, after high school, I yeah, think. Yeah, like. because we were... Because I know, like, me and my friends were still, trick-or-treating was still a big deal in high school when I went. So it was like, well, after high school that they started doing trunk-or-treats. Is it just a Mormon thing? 
No, or do other states do it too? I think other states do it, but I think that it's really prevalent here because, you know, got to be safe, got to follow the rules, got to do so, what the ward does. Dude, all growing up, unless we were like really tiny, then our parents would be there. Other than that, we would just get our band of little kid banditos and go run them up yeah. all on Halloween without any supervision. Yeah. And we're alive. It's true. And only five got kidnapped. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Nobody got kidnapped. They all were found, by the way. Even though they were kidnapped, they all got found. <laughs> they were just at a house, <laughs> you know, with a creepy man <laughs> who was like, want some candy? Yeah, that's why we're here. We're trick-or-treating. Oh, yeah. And also, like, I remember growing up because um, my family is LDS. Mm-hmm. Or Mormon, Mormon, as we as we know it. Yes, better. as everyone knows it, that isn't in Utah. Yes, Mormons. So they would always have like ward Halloween parties right. that you could go to, and yeah. that, those were kind of fun. But you still go trick or treating. Like yep. they would do trick or treating in there too, and they'd have like spook alleys, cakewalks, so you can get right. all kinds of cool shit. But then you still go trick or treating. Right. No, I remember those. Yeah. I remember, like... Like, everyone was invited to. You didn't even have to be in the ward. Yeah, you just lived in the neighborhood where the church was, and everyone that was a member of the church would come invite you yeah. and go. Before we go any further... <laughs> no, let's let's go further. No, because... <laughs> yeah. Our phantom wants people to know that there is some clarification about the clown story you told last week oh. about him sending you to clown college. No, I said he was thinking about... Not sending me to clown college. It was signing me up for the National Clown Association. Right. So he he wanted to clarify the story, though. Okay. From his perspective. I just went off of what he told me that he was going to do, Zach. So he says, he agrees with you. He says, I was going to get her a membership to the World Clown Association. That's what it is. Yeah. So not not just sign sign you up for the association, but sign you up as the acting chairman. Oh, that's even worse. Exactly. You're so. a dickhole. I'm mad at you all over again. <laughs> so at the time, he had the $200 for the membership fee, but there was a there was something that stopped him, and that was the shoes, because the association required that you had your own clown shoes, oh, and those cost about $1,500. So that's where the money thing came. He did not tell me all of that. He just <laughs> said that it was too expensive. But Zach. his original plan, before he ever thought of the brilliance of Clown Association. It's not brilliant. It's horrifying. And I really wish he was able to do this one. And I understand was... why this one didn't happen. Oh, God. See, he originally people... tried to send you a singing clownogram. Oh! But the company did not do schools. Oh, thank For good reason, though. Because can you imagine how many kids would freak out? Oh, thank God. Thank you, school Jesus. <laughs> Dear Lord, school Jesus. <laughs> Thank you for not gracing me with terrifying clowns. Zach, that's really mean. I'm really mad at you right now. I'll get over it in five minutes. But that's really mean. Please don't do it as an adult either. Oh, man. I go to work and there's a clown. I'll die. <laughs> Ah, dog dressed as a clown. I am not grooming that. One of the vet comes in as a clown. I'm like, no. No. I have to go home now and cry. Lots of tears. I found it very... 
See, very I'm- admirable to go to such lengths to scare your sister. This is why I am afraid of gingers. <laughs> they are evil. This must be what draws me towards them because I'm just like, yes, because <laughs> they're evil. <laughs> Because I appreciate their cruelty. Zach, that is so mean. <laughs> so mean. That's worse than what I knew of. God. Now you know. Now the secret's out. Oh. You're welcome, Phantom. Zach, just, oh, that's mean. I'm telling mom. <laughs> My chair's laughing as I'm laughing. It's like, <laughs> we're not a fan of clowns, as we all know. Nope. We and hate them so much, we did an episode of A whole episode. A whole one. We're not a fan of trunk-or-treats, either. Nope. Let your kids go trick-or-treating. And if you're living in the neighborhood, I would hope that you know an idea of who's living around you and you can feel safe letting mm-hmm. your kids go trick-or-treating. Or, like, usher them to places you know. Yeah. Don't let this tradition die. This is part of Halloween, like, modern-day Halloween. So Halloween is also a time for tricks and pranks mm-hmm. and telling scary stories. And I know, Kira, that you have some urban legends. I do. Pray tell, what are they? Um, so, before we get into urban legends. Yes. You know what we need to do first? What? I need to spout out another Halloween tradition from another part of the world. Tell me, what kind of traditions do they have and what part of the world is this? We're going to Australia. You know how you leave out offerings for the dead? Yes. Well, they leave out water and bread. I love this. I don't because, like, if I was a dead soul, I'd have to have gluten-free bread. And that's disgusting. But what if they leave you gluten-free, like, something? Like a gluten-free donut sure <laughs> or gluten okay then i would not the, them. the water i liked and the reason why is because it's summer down in australia right now it is those lucky bastards so during halloween it's very hot instead mm-hmm. of cold like in other parts of the world they could leave me a mojito and a don't a gluten-free donut that'd be perfect are you hearing this are australia? you hearing that australia when i am dead i want you to do this and i will come visit you and grace you with hilarious ghostly shenanigans she I might come mic. back as a dingo, though. So mm. if you see a dingo running with a donut. Mary, I'm not a dog. You are the one that has the interdome. I'm going to come back as a dingo and steal Kira's donuts. Hi! <laughs> so if you see a dingo running with a gluten-free donut. <laughs> you'll be like, that's gross, and you'll spit it out and run away. And then I'll be like, I still can't eat this. It was in Mary's mouth. I know what she does with that mouth. <laughs> Hide mine and have a decoy for Mary's. <laughs> and then I will sniff it out with my dingo nose. And then just write me a note somewhere and leave obvious hints of where I should look. And then I will find that note and then I will get my gluten-free donut. <laughs> While Mary runs off with the decoy. <laughs> that is not gluten-free. Poor Australians are going to have so much work for this. I know, right? <laughs> but yeah. So that's a, oh, and they also like to leave a lantern, you know, so you can see. I like this as well. Yeah. How big is Halloween in other countries? We want to know. I do I know America overdoes everything because we're egotistical, ego, egotistical bastards. True, and it's because it originated in Ireland, and so a lot of Irish that immigrated Does from Ireland, Ireland or all of like the UK, just Ireland. 
Um, so when the Irish came to America for the potato famine, a for lot the of potatoes. for the potato famine, <laughs> when they lived in Idaho, yeah, they brought a lot of their traditions. Halloween was one of them. So it was right around the turn of the 20th century with those immigrant immigrants coming Funny in thing. that Halloween started to take place in the United States and become uh-huh. an international holiday. Did you know in the 90s that's when was it Sweden? Is either Sweden or Switzerland finally learned the Halloween ways. Yeah. So That's it's crazy in the 90s. Yeah. So like my friend in Germany, um, I've done great pumpkin with her before where we exchange like spooky Halloween gifts. Mm-hmm. And um, she wanted me, I tried to send her like Halloween decorations and things because Halloween is not really a thing there. And they have like very, a lot of countries. Yeah. They have very minimal like, eh. decorations. They more or less participate because it's a social thing now. Like it's like it a is. universal social thing. A slutty universal it's social true. thing. <laughs> I have one more tradition. Yes. But this is from Germany. Tell me. Since from... we're on the Germany subject. Yes. Tell me. Did you know that they hide their knives <laughs> during the Halloween? No. <laughs> is there Your a reason? Face. Yes. So, you know, Catholics celebrate All Saints Day. Right. Or Well, All Saints, not necessarily day, because it's from October 30th to... Did I say 30th? 30th is what it is now. <laughs> but from October 30th to November 8th. So that whole time, they'll, like, you go visit the graves, go pray at the graves, and right. decorate them up with flowers and shit. They also hide all their knives in the kitchen so malevolent spirits will not get them during that hmm. time period. I did not know that. That's very interesting. It is, and that about sums up the epic of uh, the Halloweenness over there. So, Germany listeners, we know you're out there. Fill us in. We want to know what it's like yeah. Halloween over there. And send us some German chocolate Halloween candy. And some German men. <laughs> You don't have to send me, man. I will settle for the chocolate. I mean, I want chocolate, too. Urban legends. Yes, tell us urban legends. <laughs> so I found some some of these urban legends. Yes. Or Halloween urban legends. I need to know about the Halloween urban legends. I didn't really pick normal ones. <laughs> well, I guess some of them are. There's not a whole bunch, but... Tell me, tell me these legends. One of the latest ones are that... People are giving out edibles to trick-or-treaters. I saw this on the me- in, like, yeah. Facebook or something a couple years ago. Yeah. Why? Those are expensive people. No one would really want to spend all that money on edibles to give them to your damn kids when they can just get baked themselves and watch scary movies naked. <laughs> it's true. Or with friends. <laughs> and not only that, but what point does it serve if you were to give it to a child? You're not going to see that child get freaked out for yeah. after eating it. And that... It's pointless. Yeah, like, I just I don't believe that for a second. Dum-dums. <laughs> no, that's false. Yeah, that's just, like... But if you are, yellows. if you are someone that's giving out edibles, I need to know your address uh-huh. because I will come trick-or-treat. I will come trick-or-treat in my naughty nurse outfit for five. Yes. Just five. I'll just take your whole damn bowl of edibles. I don't care. See, Mary's greedy. I just want five. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Urban legends. All right. Yeah. So there's that one. Debunked. <laughs> False. False. Okay. Here's one that could go either way. Okay. I'm ready. College campus murders. 
where they murder kids and just leave their corpses as decorations. Yep, they just off themselves and just like, here's my body. <laughs> so this is false. However, well, that's not really what happened, but I was oh. just rolling with the punches. But oh, go okay. on. <laughs> I was going to say, this is really it. I do have a reason behind this. And that is because there have been a couple real life reports in October where someone has committed suicide, usually a hanging, and the body goes undiscovered for amount of time because people who pass it think that it's a Halloween decoration. Oh, yeah. This is the perfect time to leave out dead bodies. Yeah. I mean, everyone thinks they're mannequins anyways. <laughs> okay, so this Halloween urban legend started in the 60s where a TV psychic predicted murders would happen on a college campus on <gasps> Halloween night. Dun, dun, dun. Yep. That's about it. <laughs> oh, that's it? Like, nobody died? No, because it's an urban legend. Like, there was no actual factual thing. Actual, factual. But it sounds like it could be real, though. Yeah, I could see. Yeah. But no, there's no actual medium. thing around that. But let's all go to some psychics and be like, if you can predict things, why don't you stop things? And why do you wait for people to pay you to tell us, greedy that's, bastard? Yeah, that's always my question. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. If you're psychic, why don't you do it for the greater good? The funny- like in Hot Fuzz. <laughs> the greats are good. <laughs> okay, so the next one. LSD tattoos for children. Again, no. Because nobody's wasting their hard-earned money on LSD to give it away to kids. Why do people think that some jabroni is going to spend all this money that they barely have to get their drugs on? Right forcing it upon children i understand the the idea that kids are innocent and they can be attacked and you know chester molesters are real and all that jazz and how they try to lure people with candy but the this whole facade about like just any person who has any malice in them just wants to attack children and children only and only on halloween seems far too convenient for any of it to be true (laughs) yep (laughs) i mean there were some halloween murders but like that was it back in the 50s or 60s? There was a guy that took his kids and I think a neighbor kid trick-or-treating, but he poisoned the pixie sticks. Yeah, it I was never a heard legit thing. He was like, I think he, it's like, he was called the Candyman or something like that. But there's, I think, a few actual Candymen, but that was one of the stories. That's like, it sad. really did happen because I watch a lot of true crime. Yeah, <laughs> you were listening to something when I came in that had to do with a mysterious crime. It's true. It makes me sad. It makes me sad that people hurt children because kids are kids. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of Spiderwig? No. Spider wig. Spider wig. Sounds just like spider pig. It does. <laughs> so so the legend of spider wig. Legend. Dun, dun, dun. That threw me off. Sorry. <laughs> no, it was good. It's good. Keep that, Zach. It just threw me <laughs> off. <laughs> okay. So a girl is trying to put together a cheap costume for a Halloween party. As most of us do. Yes. Especially now. With the Rona Roman. <laughs> I like that. Yes. Rona Roman. <laughs> Coin that phrase, my friends. Rona Roman. Sounds like a bad porno <laughs> name. Rona Roman. She is a hitchhiking porno lady thing. Lady of the night. <laughs> We haven't brought that back for a while. Yeah, we haven't done any ladies of the night. (laughs) Okay. What better night to be a lady than on Halloween night? That's right. (laughs) Ladies of the night. (laughs) 
I kind of will be one this Halloween. <laughs> Look like one. I won't of, be one. None of the night. None of the night. None of the night. None of it. <laughs> so, so to throw her costume together, she went to her grandparents' basement to shuffle through boxes to see what she could find. So she found a long black wig and a witch's hat. Dun, dun, dun. And some other things. And so she's like, cool, I could throw this together now. So then she got on her getup and she went to the party. And she's like, woo, I'm getting my party, party on. Party, woo. Woo, yeah. beer pong over there. Look at that dude, he's cute. Woo. <laughs> Thanks, background singer. <laughs> I love it. We need to do that more <laughs> often. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> so, you know, beer ponging, finger gunning it to everybody. And everyone's party just looking will. at her in horror and screaming. <gasps> and she's like, what? Do I have the plague? Is my nip slipping? What the hell? So she went into the bathroom to look. She glanced in the mirror. And what did she see? Any guesses? A spider on her face from the wig? Lots of tiny spiders crawling all over her face and body. No. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. I would die because those would be average size house spiders and that's what scares me. I'd be like, ah, average size. I like spiders, but I I don't like how quick they are. That's what scares me. See, and that's why I'm okay with big ones and babies. Yeah, because you can see them better. You can see them, and baby ones are so small, you're like, "Eh, move away, pesky mortal. Yeah. (laughs) Average size ones are quick, Mm -hmm. nimbly, and freaking big enough to be scary. It's true. Like, tarantulas are cute big. Yeah. (laughs) They're big enough they're not scary because you can see them better. It's true. It's not like a ghost haunting you from the corner of your eye where you're like, what did I just see? One more. Yes. So this one's the Halloween hitchhiker. (gasps) Oh, is this? Wait, let me guess. Is it someone picks up a hitchhiker and the hitchhiker drops them home and then when they get there, they vanish from the car? Yes. But it's a little girl. Yeah. The trucker and her start talking and she tells them about a murder she witnessed. (gasps) Was it her own murder? And then she describes it. And the person that the little girl is describing looks a lot or sounds a lot like how she looks. So he gets all freaked out and he pulls over to the side and sends her on her way. And then he looks back. And she's gone. Maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's Maybelline. That's the scariest. Yeah, that one's totally debunked because that's like Uh in children's stories. Like I specifically remember reading a dark in a dark, dark room (laughs) and that story being in it. Only it was a guy. (laughs) Right. I think the only ones that are more plausible are the spider wigs. Only instead of like dozens upon dozens of spiders, it's like a few in a wig because you have shit in the basement. There's spiders. Like when I live in a basement, there's spiders. That's very true. It's going to happen. And then the college campus murders. I don't believe that. I mean, that one's not real by a psychic, but people get murdered on college campuses a lot. They, Yeah, that is true, <laughs> unfortunately. Ted Bundy. <laughs> Bungholio Bundy. <laughs> oh, yes, your episode is still coming. We're just holding out. We want to tease you with it and make you wait. And give you Bundy blue balls. Bundy blue <laughs> I thought we went over this in the clown episode. If, if someone would have just given that man fellatio, they would have been saved. I told you I wasn't alive then. 
Because that's the only way I would do it. Was that or a clown? He would. I would. He do. had a bing bag gun. He was. Bag- that's horrible. It's a clown. I don't know what he did with those bean bags. So Kira. Yes, Mary. And listeners. Yes, Mary. <laughs> yep, they all sound like this. Hi, we're the I listeners. didn't know you were all in here. <laughs> now that we all fit in this tiny in office. In this tiny office. <laughs> So, to test if you've been paying attention to our shenanigans and to test your love of Halloween, well, we're going shit, to do dead. a set of Halloween <gasps> trivia. Oh, shit. Mary's quizzing me. Okay. All right. Let's do this. Let me put my hood on. So, so just my thinking cap. Okay. So, some of these have to do with like um, horror movies, too. Okay. Um, in which country did Halloween originate? Ireland. Correct. <laughs> I cheated. <laughs> Kira's a cheater. Which Catholic church holiday is Halloween linked to? All Saints Day. You're correct. <laughs> That's because that was in part of my note. Yep. But at first I was like, oh shit, I don't yep. know. Do I and, look religious? And just so everybody knows, the word Halloween comes from Hallow's Eve. And it was shortened around the turn of the 20th century to the Eve part because Eve was Eve. like instead of Eve, you'd just say evening. And so you got the end of the evening. I just think of the Misfits Halloween song. Just you wait for our playlist. I'm right there with you. We might have the same song. We will see. What is the name of Dracula's sidekick? Dracula's sidekick? Yeah. Oh, shit. Like Bram Stoker Dracula. I know. I keep saying, thinking Igor, but that's not Dracula. Nope. Pass. Pass? Can I pass? Sure. No, I don't remember. Tell me. Sure. I'm going to give you a... Okay, every time you pass, you're going to get a mark. I don't know what (laughs) that's going to get you later. (laughs) I mean, I'm not going to spank you. Is this a banking? Monty Python reference. What is Dracula's real name? Or rather, who was Dracula based off of? Batman. Vlad the Impaler. Correct. And Batman. (laughs) It will always be Batman and Rick James. (laughs) Bitch. (laughs) Who was the first actor to play the Wolfman? That's not... Is it Bella Lugosi? It is not. It is Lon Chaney Jr. Oh, I fail at life. It's because I got you with all those Dracula questions. You did. I got all in the sucking mode. <laughs> Which phobia means you have an intense fear of Halloween? I don't even know that one. This is so stupid. And it's also stupid because it's mispronounced. But it is Sam Samhain-ophobia. That is a mouthful that I would never remember. So... So there is a band called Sam Hain that was um, really? created by Glenn Danzig. Of course. Um, and it had a short life after the Misfits. They called themselves ha- Sam Hain, which Glenn Danzig took from the Irish word Samhain, which is the actual word for Halloween. So in the Celtic nations, it was not known as Halloween. Halloween is a Catholic word. In Celtic Irish, it's Samhain. Um but it's spelled S-A-M-H-A-N because Gaelic is a very unique language. Mm-hmm. Out of which vegetable were jack-o'-lanterns originally Turnips. made? Correct. <laughs> I got that one. Every Halloween, Charlie I'm Brown. There. <laughs> every Halloween, Charlie Brown helps his friend Linus wait for what character to appear? The Great Pumpkin. Yes. 
Yes. <laughs> According to superstition, if you stare into a mirror at midnight on Halloween, what will you see? My drunk ass. <laughs> Close. You'll see your future husband or wife. Does that work? That's it. I'm testing this. So I've, I've, I tried this. I tried this two years ago. Did it work? I did not see a face. I saw a color. What the hell? Yeah. And the color actually is, um, the color I saw was green, which is actually associated with the heart chakra. So it was accurate. It just didn't show me an actual image. It just showed me that I would be in love with well, somebody. Well, I need the universe to be very upfront with things and not hint because I can't take hints. <laughs> As a so witch, I'm telling you, me. you're very, you're going to be very disappointed because the universe primarily talks in hints. I know. So <laughs> does men. <laughs> I don't know what you're thinking, men. You need to come out and tell me. So this also goes back to like Edward- Edwardian and Victorian era traditions for uh-huh. Halloween right around the turn of the um, 19th into 20th century. Sweet. This one I didn't know because I thought the answer was North America and it is not. America. But from which region in the world do pumpkins grow or originate from? Sorry. Which region it, do a pumpkins originate from? North America. It's not. It's Central America. I thought it was North America too. I mean, it's one of the Americas because I know they did not have them in Europe. Exactly. Which You're is correct. why they did the turnips. Exactly. Correct. Wow. And I thought I the same thing. I was like, well, they need water and they need kind of a colder climate. So... What part of Central America? It doesn't say it just says Central America, but I can click it right now. Central America. <laughs> Except for I don't want to click out of what I'm working on. Makes me think of a kill radio song. America. America, watching you. Because you're watching me. <laughs> Hear that, my kill radio friends that aren't listening? Yep, I just hit my glasses. And hey, let's have a Halloween party again. It says Mexico. It says pumpkins, like other squash, originated in northeastern Mexico and southern United States. The oldest evidence were pumpkin fragments dated between 7,000 and 5,500 B.C. found in Mexico. That is pretty cool. Do you hear that, my carrot-eating veggie heads? Did you know that's where pumpkins and other squash-related things came from? I did not, so I learned something new. From the gourd families? All my gourds are from Mexico. Who wrote the novel Frankenstein? I fail at life. Give me a hint. I need a lifeline. She shares my name. We have the same first name. I was going to say, which part? (laughs) Which name? Which? (laughs) What one? Where? Where do you get off? (laughs) Where? When? (laughs) Why? Mary Riley? Mary Shelley. Shelley. Where the hell's... Oh, Mary Riley's that movie, right? I have no idea. Oh, I don't know where my brain comes up with things sometimes. Transylvania is a region in which country? (laughs) My butt. (laughs) Romania. I wasn't done answering. I was just still giggling about my butt. (laughs) I knew it was Romania. Give me a different one. Don't mark my butt. (laughs) You'll get this one. Okay. Which actor played Dr. Frankenfurter in the Rocky Horror Picture Show? Tim Curry. It was Mr. Curry. Yeah, it was. 
I mentioned this a moment ago. Halloween has its origins in which ancient Celtic festival? What? Sorry. <laughs> I was singing. You were singing and you were... Kira, you were not paying attention in class. I'm sorry. That song goes... That's how it was in school, too. They're like, Kara, pay attention. I'm like, but the song in my head is so good. So Halloween bad. has its origins in which ancient Celtic festival? Uh, That one you were talking about earlier. Yes. Samhain. Yes. I forgot how you pronounce it. <laughs> is a pumpkin a fruit or vegetable? A fruit. You are correct. Because it has seeds. You are correct. Like a it tomato. Is, because it is an ovary of the plant. What is the significance the of seeing a spider on Halloween? <laughs> ah, wait, what size? <laughs> a house spider. A an house, average? An average house spider. Burn the house down. <laughs> <laughs> is that your final answer? Yes. Give me a spanking. <laughs> it is thought to be the spirit of a loved one watching over the person who finds the spider. Oh my god, and I want to burn them? I'm a horrible I person. <laughs> I am a horrible person. I don't know how my pets love me. According to superstition, a person born on Halloween has what particular ability? <gasps> That's just like our guest from last I know. Week. I, I, you have to tell him now that he has this ability. I mean, he's probably listening, Mary. You can just tell him right now. <laughs> but what if he's not? <laughs> well, then we won't know either way. <laughs> what was the question again? According to superstition, yes. a person like TJ, born on Halloween night, uh-huh. has what particular ability? superhuman powers kind of um the power to swindle more candy i wish it's the ability to see and talk to spirits really yes is that true tj we want to know i'm gonna and other people that have that same birthday yeah that have the halloween birthday and you know what happy halloween birthday to you all at least one of you i'm gonna trip you up on this one and if you get this right i'm gonna be floored because I didn't even know this one. I got it wrong. All right. You hear that, Halloween gods? Be in my favor. Who directed The Nightmare Before Christmas? Directed The Nightmare Tim Before Christmas. I know Tim Burton did not direct it. You are correct. I just don't know the name. I know it wasn't him. Henry Selleck. Like Tom. Ow! No, not like Tom Selleck. <laughs> no, At I'm least... just saying, but Selleck-like. Yeah, Selleck-like. Selleck, does he have a stash like Tom Selleck? He doesn't. Well, he has, like, round glasses and is bald. Oh, I said, and he has balls. I was like, well, yes, he's a man. <laughs> I don't, maybe he was a eunuch and he got castrated. We don't know. And then he created one of the greatest stop feature, stop motion feature films of our time. How many people were hung during the Salem witch trials? I don't know who looked at everyone's underneath regions. <laughs> According to this, it was 19, but I have a feeling that there was way more than that. Everyone, take off your pants. We must judge how hung you are. That's how I interpreted it. Wow, 19. How many Oscars was the movie Psycho nominated for? Nine. Four. Nine. German. Nine. 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 Complete this lyric from the hit Halloween song, The Monster Mash. I was working in the lab late, late one, one night. night. <laughs> Finish it. Ah, oh, shit. Something just, something about a fright. All I know is the chorus, and I was working in the lab late one night. When my eyes beheld an eerie sight. How can your eyes be held as, as whatever? Yeah, that. beheld isn't the right No, word, it's not. But... It's not accurate, Monster Mash, but I love that song so much. 
Damn it, Boris. You did the mash. You did the monster mash. What do people in New England call the night before Halloween? Pre-game night. This says cabbage night. <laughs> what? And I've only heard of devil's night. I have not heard of any of that. And I say pre-game night because you got to pre-game get your body ready for the next night where you're going to be completely hammered. So devil's night is the night before and it's specifically de- dedicated to just causing havoc. Like toilet papering, throwing eggs. I'm wondering now if in New England they throw around cabbages. Like maybe they hit people's <laughs> houses with cabbages. Oh, the damage. If you can get someone with a good arm, man. Right? Woo! And that's and so it's just associated with mischief and like, you know, the devil's mischievous. Uh-huh. So I'm, I'm if someone in New England is listening, please tell me. Is it really called cabbage night? And if so, is it because you pelt cabbages at one another? <laughs> Yeah, and do you draw faces on them? I would. Or messages. Evil, scary, spooky messages. So this will be our last question. Okay. Halloween was first celebrated by which ancient priests? How is that a question I'm supposed to know? Because I know it, but that's because I'm pagan. <laughs> I know. That's what... Damn it, Bobby. <laughs> Did you know that there are some creepy things in Utah? That you can do on Halloween, because we're in Utah and there's not a whole lot. What what can you do on Halloween? You can go see the gravesite for the victim of the beast. Oh, yeah. Have you ever been there? I've never found it. Really? Yeah, I've looked for it and I've never found it. I was taken there on a date. <laughs> That's yep. a cool date. I would go on a date. And it like was that. at night, too. It would have been better if it was in October. It, it would have been better if it was in the day in October, I think. <clears throat> no, no, it's got to be at night, not in the day. Well, how are it's you gonna really see? easy to find. Then you're going to have to take me because I haven't okay. been able to find it. We shall go. But yeah. So for those who have not seen it or have not been there or do not live in Utah, because we actually have people that aren't from Utah that it's listen. True. It's amazing. Hello, everybody. Thanks for joining our chlamydia. Our chlamydia. <laughs> oh, God. I like koalas. Okay. And they have <laughs> chlamydia. So I just went with it. Huh. Okay, so in the Salt Lake City Cemetery, there is a gravestone that says Lily E. Gray's. Actually, it just says Lily E. Gray. I don't know why I put Gray's. It, it is her gravesite. Yeah, but. Lily E. Gray's, and then it says Victim of the Beast 666, well, right? it says her, you know, June 6, 1881 through November 14th, 1958. And then on the bottom, it says Victim of the Beast 666. Have you witnessed this? If so, in our socials, let's hear about it. Have you had any weird experiences there or in any of the Salt Lake cemeteries? Or in your cemetery by wherever you live? Oh, I've definitely had strange experiences in the Salt Lake City Cemetery. I don't go play in there except for that one date. Oh, I do. (laughs) And fun fact. Harry, let's go play in the cemetery. I'm down. I am down too. Let's do it. Fun fact. um, The Salt Lake City Cemetery is the largest multi-municipal cemetery this side of the Mississippi. Hell yeah! And, you know, we got victim of the beast. We do. Which is still a mystery, because apparently the only... No one knows what happened. No one knows, but the best explanation that Utahns have gotten is that her husband had a weird sense of humor. (laughs) I mean... I want my tombstone to be zombie me coming out of the ground. So (laughs) I would like his sense of humor. (laughs) I seriously, I want that as my tombstone is a zombified me coming out of the ground. You know, like I'm coming out like Michael Jackson's thriller. 
just be out fresh, ready to go. And then everyone will be like, oh, that tombstone's so cool. I'll be like, hell yeah. And then it'll have sound clips of me saying, hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> just in a loop. Hell yeah. Uh-huh. Hell and, yeah. you know, hell yeah. since they're from the last show, there were three um, Halloween movies. Michael Myers Halloween movies filmed here. So you could always go run around and find the spots that they filmed in Utah there. Or we could go to the Devil's Highway. What's the Devil's Highway? Where is this? Route 666. <laughs> There's a Route 666 Apparently. in Utah? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it's like Utah and a few other places. That's crazy. Yeah. I want to go. I want to see a sign that says Road 666. Take a picture. You're like, <laughs> That's the sound that we'll make. So as we're traveling to these haunted places in Utah, what is going to be our our song list, Kira? What are we jamming to? Good question. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? It doesn't matter to me. I just want to let everyone know that I have a YouTube Halloween list. A YouTube YouTube Halloween list that I put together months ago. Actually, I put this shit together last year. Really? Yes. Wow. Because I wanted a playlist just for October. I always start making playlists and then I forget. <laughs> I get easily distracted. Like that time I seen the light at the beginning of the episode. <laughs> sure it's not a stroke, Kara? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, I did get hit in the head yesterday. <laughs> All right. First one? Yes. I put a spell on you from Hocus Pocus. Oh, was this screaming... Jay Hawkins or whatever. I don't know. It's the one. No, it's the Sanderson sisters oh, rendition it's from Hocus Pocus. Oh, Bette Midler singing it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because it's catchy as hell. Okay. Then speaking of the Halloween movies, which I also saw last night, you guys should go watch it. I want to hear. Then we can discuss um, the Halloween theme song. <laughs> that is my favorite of all Halloweens. Of all, of all the I Halloween music. All of the like scary movie theme songs. That one. Is my all-time favorite. And then, of course, Thriller from Michael Jackson. I know you put Thriller last yeah. week. But, oh, no, I had to save mine for Halloween. Thriller. And then, speaking of the Misfits. Yes. Halloween. Of course. But the AFI cover. That's also on my list. Oh, great minds think alike. I like, I like Glenn's rendition, but I love Davy's voice in it more. And he makes it more, do you just like, you're all pumped up and like, yeah, fuck yeah, Halloween. <laughs> so, you know, AFI's cover of The Misfits, Halloween. Yes. And have you heard of the Transylvanian Orchestra? I feel like I have heard this before. I hadn't. But the Phantom song, I love their version of it. The which Phantom song? Is it um, Phantom of the Opera? Uh-huh. Okay. Yep. It is great. And then Apocalyptica. In the Hall of the Mountain King. Dun, 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 I like dun, it. Because it's so, I mean, that's probably more Christmassy, but it makes me think of, like, sneaking up on someone. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I like it. Then the Munsters theme song. Dang it, you're, like, taking stuff off of my list. We just, great minds think alike. I guess. That's what I was Now like, I keep, like, scrolling through, like, what one can I use? That's what I was like. Who has to go first? Because I figured we would. And yeah. I was trying to not, but I'm like, there's some of these that I'm like, we're just sharing. Well, I have so many on here, it doesn't matter. But I've also <laughs> mentioned some of these before. So I'm trying to pick stuff that's fresh. Gotcha. All right. Rob Zombie, Living Dead Girl. Yes. 
that one's not on your list? No. Nailed it! <laughs> that one's Oh, no, it one. is. But oh. <laughs> I wasn't going to mention it. Okay. Um, Whitechapel, a blood-soaked symphony. Ooh. We haven't brought up Whitechapel yet. No, we haven't. Those are for my heavy fans. Yes. Yep. Great. And then this is for my other weird fans that I'm actually going to go see next Wednesday with my friends from Montana. The Mistresses of Mayhem and I are going to go see Combi Christ. Ooh. Ever heard of Combi Christ? I feel like I have, but I don't know if I know any of their music. So, one of the guys in that band, Joe Letts, he did um, re- a remix for Rammstein. Okay. Like a whole album remix. So, he's in that band. Crazy. And that song is My Life Rules. Nice. <laughs> and then, of course, Rammstein. Of course. Deutschland. Yes. Because I just love that song so much. Epical. We have listeners from Yes on the other side of the pond. We've got German listeners now. Hello, German listeners. Spread us like the plague. Like the COVID. The COVID the Rona Rage. The Rona Rage. (laughs) Rona and Roma. (laughs) Motionless and white. Gotta bring them up. Undead ahead. Nice. Do. Lacuna Coil, When a Dead Man Walks. Ooh. Gotta bring in my Italians. And then, speaking of some hotness. Yes. And some Mr. Peter still. Yes. Typo negative. All Hallow's Eve. That was on my list. <laughs> I almost did Halloween in Heaven. <laughs> Do you have that one on your I list? I don't. I could swap it and you can have no, all it's Hallow's okay. Eve. Look at this list. I have a list. A long list. list. Yeah. 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 Right. it's a long list and then of course we gotta have some Alice Cooper cause I love that old school shit yeah what'd you put feed my Frankenstein that's the same one that I have <laughs> I almost almost picked some other ones but feed my Frankenstein is my favorite feed Cooper my song yeah and it's not just cause it's in Wayne's world <laughs> yeah. oh when I got to see them live oh my god they're just for Wayne's World, that stage setup was yeah. phenomenal. In person, it's just like, oh, yeah. Woo. But I'm I'm very into stave theatrics. Did yes. I say stave theatrics? Doesn't matter. We, you know I'm, what I mean. I mean, I said that Russell Crowe queeted last episode, <laughs> so anything goes. Queefing around the world. I forgot about that. <laughs> yes, queefs. Rockwell. He get back in the cage. Yes. <laughs> Rockwell, somebody's watching me because Ooh, of Michael creepy. Jackson hook. Yeah. <laughs> the music video is real weird. The guy is showering in his boxers. <laughs> Maybe his junk is already clean. Maybe he's just worried because somebody's always watching him. Right? Maybe he doesn't want a Chester molester. <laughs> Whoa. That song is so catchy, though. To sneak up behind him. And then Disturbia by Rihanna. Ooh. Rihanna. <laughs> Rihanna. <laughs> Wrong name. The Cramps. Goo muck. Yes. Love the cramps. Okay. I'm busting out some old 90s hip hop here. Okay. <laughs> really cheesy ones. DJ Jazzy Jeff and Fresh Prince. Nightmare on the street. Yes. <laughs> you cannot have Halloween without that because you have my number two favorite theme song, which is Nightmare on Elm Street. Is right. the background with cheesy 90s hip hop lyrics. It's so bad, too. By the Fresh Prince. Like, it's just so bad. It's so good and so bad. It's it's 
us like as a song like kids who were born in the 90s but weren't like old enough to like really remember a lot you of the 90s you need to revisit this song you don't know what you missed when Ugh. it came to like hip hop and horror all the if things you don't yeah i got one more Kay. are you ready for this yes can you feel this brace I can yourself feel it. are you sure because I'm a sweet transvestite. Yes. Transsexual. Transylvanian. Yep. So that one. I love it. <laughs> Tim Curry, man. That voice and just the sassiness he has. Right. Ugh. Love it. I'm going to embody that when I'm a naughty nurse. <laughs> so for my list. Yes. We yes. have, of course, the Misfits rendition of Halloween. Yes. Glenn Danzig. Glenn Danzig. But then we also have Dropkick Murphy's cover oh, of the same song. Oh, Halloween. I forgot about that. I love the Dropkick Murphys. And then I have a song <gasps> which is not a cover but has the same name called Halloween and it's by Susie and the Banshees. See, I knew you were going to add Susie so I did not add any because yes. I didn't know which ones but I was going to and I'm like, nope, nope because I knew you were going to pick some Susie. I have to have Susie Sue. Your Susie is the equivalent of my Rammstein. Pretty much. <laughs> or unless it's like the cure or any of the That's other. That's true. But I mean like what we've been oh, yeah, putting yeah, yeah, in our yeah. list. Like, there's there's the... consistence. Yes. Susie is definitely one of mine for sure. Susie you, Rammstein me. And then um, there's a Psycho Billy band by the name of Resurrex. They have a song called Every Day is Halloween. Hell yeah. There is another band that has a song by the same name, but it's totally different ministry every day is halloween i was gonna put ministry. i'm surprised you didn't i for some reason i didn't but i was going to because i've been putting a lot of ministry on yeah. my list <laughs> so then there is an instrumental called um dance macabre or rather it's called saint sans dance macabre mm -hmm. um the version that i found on youtube was by eric kunzel or Kunzel. Kunzel. I'm not sure. Kunzel. I'm not sure if that's Scandinavian or German. Um, it's something. Something that I can't pronounce. <laughs> I'm going to have to check these out. I'm going to do Bloodletting. So there are two versions of this song. There's the original by Concrete Blonde, which is amazing because... I don't think I've ever heard it. So the other version of the song Bloodletting is done by Blitzkid. And that's an amazing <laughs> version too. It's a lot heavier. Um... I, just check out both of them because it's a good song. And then I also have the Phantom on here, but I have the Music of the Night, which I think I probably put on another show. Is, is it played on by Ladies of the Night? <laughs> yes, because he is after Christine and that's exactly what he wants her for. Hmm. So, yeah, he's talking about you. Please have sex <laughs> with me so we can make Music of the Night. Because we're Ladies of the Night. We're ladies of the Night. <laughs> I'm going to do Vampire Kiss by the Stellar Corpses, because that's about Lost Boys. Love that movie. There's a song by um, an artist called Lonesome Wyatt, and he does a lot of, like, gothic country. Hmm. Um, I did not know there was gothic country. I didn't country. know that was a thing either until I found Lonesome Wyatt. Apparently that's a genre. But it's like, wow. <laughs> it's like twangy country, but it's dark. Like, he has this song called Dance With Me, and it's basically... You took my beer, so I'm going to break your skull and drink from it. No, more like, <laughs> I love this woman, and she doesn't love me back, so I'm going to poison her and then take her corpse and dance around with it. I mean, at least he just dances and doesn't diddle. Yeah, he's it's not necrophilia. <laughs> not a necrophiliac. Um, I'm going to do Devil's Whorehouse by Misfits as well. Yes. 
And then I think I'm going to round off my list with the with murder a, song with by the Crypt Keeper 5. Do good. <laughs> I couldn't even function words. <laughs> Do good. Skirty derby. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, there's wait. more. But there's wait. More. But wait, there's, there's more. more. There's a song called Hallowed Ground by Night Demon that's more metalisk. Ooh. I would check that out. And then Tonight by the Lurking Corpses as well. Ooh. Okay, now I'm done. Are you sure? I'm I'm done. I'm done now. <laughs> last last chance. I'm done. I've closed the YouTube app. Oh, oh no. Oh no. Oh dear. Oh, oh no. no. So another human being who was off often misunderstood in his cinematic career is our <gasps> Silver Fox. Ooh, and who's our Silver Fox, Mary? Today our Silver Fox is Mr. Ed Wood Jr. Mm-mm. The writer, creator, and director of Plan 9 from Outer Space. Outer Space. <laughs> he also did a few other movies um, that were all low budget and science <laughs> fiction them. or crime or horror genre. Um, he did Glenn or Glenda, mm-hmm. Jailbait, mm-hmm. Bride of the Monster, mm-hmm. Night of the Ghouls, Ghouls, and Sinister Urge. Um, yes. In the 60s, his career took a drastically different direction. <laughs> and he started doing um, sexploitation and pornographic films such as Orgy of the Dead and Necromania. Um, he also wrote over 80 pulp crime and sex novels. So he was a horny dude. He was. Um, he <laughs> seems very sexually confused, in my opinion, because look at that face. He's, he's so dapper. The picture that Kara has printed out is very cute of Mr. Wood. Um, he's got that naughty boy look on his face. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I think of Ed Wood, I think of the Tim Burton rendition of Ed Wood. I mean, he's also a hot Ed Wood. He is, and he made a very good. Um, uh, like doppelganger Mm -hmm. for the real Ed Wood and uh, Tim Burton was a huge fan of of Ed Wood's work and it's one of his inspirations so that movie done by Tim Burton actually is pretty accurate to Mr. Wood's life to a degree (laughs) of course but Mm -hmm. um, one of the things that was correct is that he was a cross-dresser he really did feel more comfortable in women's clothing why do you think i picked sweet transvestite sweet transvestite Besides good choice that song it ties in the silver it fox does. easter egg Woo-hoo. um so he he felt comfortable with women's clothes and he was i mean it was the 50s when he was doing his career so everyone was sexually repressed but to be a guy who likes women clothing in that era and to still be sexually attracted to women feels like you would be kind of confused as a dude mm-hmm so I've never seen his later stuff with the weird yeah, I haven't sex either. orgy stuff. I don't think I want to because that gets into like... The swargy. Yeah, <laughs> that gets into some Chester vibes that I don't quite like. <laughs> but I loved Plan 9 from Outer Space. Uh-huh. You guys need to watch that. It's awful. It is so bad. You've heard of B-Horror. No, this is like D-grade horror. It's Double D. Terrible. So bad. They use card. They use a cardboard box as a mausoleum in the graveyard, and I am not kidding when I say that. Like it's literally a. Car- it looks like a fridge box. That's part of its charm. I want to make those kind of movies. I want to embody Ed Wood. It really is part of his charm, or like how in the graveyard scene it will be night and then it will be day, <laughs> yes. in the middle of dialogue. Oh, I love it so much. That's like our podcast. I know. Our podcast is a rendition of Ed Wood's film. Are you listening, Spirit of Ed Wood? 
We're very much fans and we're kind of doing what you're doing we'll only in a, a podcast. Yeah, we'll put a chair out for you. We'll, put a, we'll leave no a jack-o'-lantern out for you on Halloween night. <laughs> there's no bonfire, but you can sit on my lap. My chair, like skinwalkers like to sit on yeah. it, so Ed Wood can sit on it too. <laughs> <laughs> sit on the chair so you can sit Let's on Let's play face. a game. Who's Kira sitting on today? <laughs> <laughs> what dead celebrity is Kira sitting on today? That's not weird at all. <laughs> Or Halloween, you never know. Maybe it will be an Ed Wood film and it will be a Halloween orgy. (laughs) With you and a bunch of spirits. That's real weird. (laughs) That's that's just up his alley, though. Do spirits do orgies with humans that are alive? Didn't we already do the the fellatio, the fellatio list about being a ghost? Oh, yeah. The the ghost fluffer. But that's a ghost ghost fluffer. fluffer, though. That's just fluffing up someone for a porn. I've come to fluff you up. I've come to fluff you. <laughs> um, so Mr. Wood was also in real life friends with Bella Lugosi, mm-hmm. and he met Bella Lugosi during the dwindling time of Lugosi's career. Lugosi. And for those who are not familiar, Mary, let's describe some of Lugosi's Lugosi. work. Mr. Bella Lugosi is going to be best known for the Universal production of Dracula. Woo. So he was in Dracula. He was also in... He has the cool beady eye look that you yeah. see that's iconic. Yes, the zombie look. Mm-hmm. Um, it's ghastly ghoulish. He also did the production of... So before that movie was uh, filmed by Universal, Bela Lugosi was actually in the stage production in the UK, I believe. Or his production might have been touring throughout Europe. Um, but that's why they wanted him for Dracula is because he had already done the stage production that and mm-hmm. they were biased they wanted him for his accent as well because he was hungarian wasn't he other iconic monsters as he, well? he was he played a frankenstein at one point um let me get up his discography really quick he ended up playing a lot of secondary characters after dracula dude me too <laughs> so he was in the wolfman he played the gypsy that ends up attacking Lon Chaney's character in The Wolfman. He was in Abbott and Costello Meet Frankenstein. I believe that's the one where he played Frankenstein. He was in Son of Frankenstein, where I believe he was Igor. And then he was in Frankenstein Meets the Wolfman. I'm sorry, I think Frankenstein Meets the Wolfman is actually where he plays Frankenstein. Um, He was also in the production of The Black Cat as well. He's in a lot of things, Mr. Lugosi. He was. He was in a lot of things. By the time he met Ed Wood, though, he Mm -hmm. um, was... Very addicted to um, morphine. Yeah. Very addicted to morphine. And his 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 fortune from all of his movies had been spent. And he... Nobody really recognized him at this point in the 50s. I mean, people knew who Dracula was, but they wouldn't see... Wouldn't notice him walking on the street. Um, and so when Ed Wood met him, they created a... A pretty powerful business relationship in that every movie that Ed made from the time he met Lugosi, Lugosi was in and usually starred in. And mm-hmm. it kind of revitalized Lugosi and revitalized his name and then made a name for Ed, but he wasn't appreciated in his time. No, he wasn't. He was, he was too far beyond his time. <laughs> he was too far out of the box. Um, he was too uh aggressive i think towards his dream like i think he was too chaotic about it like i think that had he been more focused he probably could have done yeah but better. i think his the chaoticness is part of what makes him so great though 
it packages him to be himself because he is chaotic. That's true. I guess it makes him less in, in um makes him less inhibited when mm-hmm. he goes to write movies or film movies, and it His definitely terrible, makes it terrible movies. He's not afraid to do anything. <laughs> no, um, he, he balls to the walls. It. He did. I mean, honestly, his his productions were underhanded in that he didn't always use equipment that was legally borrowed. He didn't always use funds that were legally his. He didn't always use cameras that he had access to. So he was a very questionable character overall. I love him so much. But he... He makes me laugh. Oh, Ed. But it was all for the sake of genius, you know? It wasn't to hurt anybody. It wasn't to be a creeper. It was all because he loved storytelling and wanted to tell stories. Mm-hmm. His stories just happened to be a, much more different than the rest of the world's. Story of my life, bro. But to you, Edward, our silver fox, happy Halloween. We love you. So, Mary. Yes, Kara. Where can they find us? Our listeners can find us at 801 801- Horror Zero CCULT on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. And if they are so bold as to email us, they may do so <laughs> at 801 horrorcultvixvix at gmail.com. So make sure you follow us, make sure you interact with us, and make sure you keep listening to us. And spread us like the plague. Like the COVID. <laughs> the COVID plague. So, Mary. Yes, Kira. What do we have going on next week? Next week, Kira, we actually have a request from one of our fabulous listeners. <gasps> really? Yes. They have suggested that we discuss the White Lady of Spring Canyon, Utah. Ooh. Yes, we are going to be going back to our spooky roots with another ghost story coming out of Carbon County, Utah. Which is the scary, scariest place of them all that I've talked in. It is a ghostly, ghastly tale of sorrow and a lone female ghost. That's how I feel, and I'm alive. <laughs> I also feel that lone ghostly vibe. Yep. That's Spring Canyon. Spring Canyon, the White Lady of Spring Canyon, Utah. So it's outside of Car- it's in Carbon County, just west of Helper. Which Helper is incredibly podunk, and there's no help to be found in Helper. <laughs> Thank you, listener. Yeah. Keep them coming. We want we want to appease you in our terrible fashion. It's true. It also helps us because I have many a list, and all of them go to the wayside.